Welcome to Tame Your Talent. This is Brad Jay, and I am a 20-plus year veteran of action sports announcing, mainstream announcing, and this is Tame Your Talent, a podcast all about the stories of what's going on in the announcing world, what I've been through, and how I solve the problems. Because right now, I'm coming to you from Beijing, China, out here, day number five. I've been out here getting ready to uh, get underway, announcing all the snowboarding action for TV. So I got some stories about that. I'll talk about X Games being sold. I talked about that in my last one. And uh, talk about being safe out here and opening ceremonies coming up. Still want to talk about them nasal swabs and those throat swabs, which we get to do so much of out here in China. So you can follow me and you can do that. Check out my YouTube page. It is also called Tame Your Talent. And on my YouTube page, uh, I basically put some behind-the-scenes stuff from... Uh, from out here in China, behind the scenes of all the events I do. So if you want to be entertained, well, you can be entertained. Because you can just go on over there, subscribe to my YouTube page, Tame Your Talent, and get underway. We'll keep you listening, keep you watching all the cool videos from behind the scenes, all the way back to like Pyeongchang in uh, Korea 2018, behind the scenes at the Olympic Games there. So exclusive behind the scenes Olympic coverage from your buddy Brad J. And also, you can follow me social media at Brad J A Y M C. And if you get a chance to go to my Instagram, some pretty darn funny videos I've been posting uh, from here in China of my experiences right there. Tune into my radio show. If you like classic rock, I got you, man, because my radio show is on Monday through Friday, ktyd.com. It's in Santa Barbara, and uh, you can get that at ktyd.com. I go 7 to midnight on the West Coast. That's the time. And that's Monday through Friday, 3 to 8 on your Saturday. So six days a week, you could tune in and get your classic rock fix on as well. If you just don't want to hear me talk and you want to hear music, well, that's what you do right there. I'll get on that. All right, so out here in the Olympic Games, I'll tell you what, it has been crazy because we are in a closed bubble. I've talked about it before. A closed bubble here at the Olympic is crazy. Let me tell you why. It is because... We are not allowed to go anywhere. We are allowed to go to our hotel. We have a special bus that takes us directly to the international broadcast compound so we can do our TV shows worldwide. And so that's the deal. So you don't get to go anywhere. So if you think you just want to walk out the hotel, maybe take a walk down, look at downtown Beijing, ain't going to happen. Can't go to the wall. Can't do that. Can't go to Tiananmen Square. Can't go to the old areas of Beijing. You are in a closed bubble. Private buses take us to one place. Private buses bring us back to the hotel. Can't go eat anywhere else. Got to eat at your hotel or at the broadcast compound. So it's crazy, man. It is definitely, definitely crazy. But that also brings me to bring up, you know, people who don't travel. Okay, so if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're not somebody who travels very often, you don't go very many places, you've never been to China, you've, you've never been out of the U.S. or whatever the case may be. I feel like on my social media with Facebook and, you know, and Twitter and Instagram that people always comment. And whenever I'm at the Olympics, it's always, oh, be safe out there. Be very safe. It's very scary. And it is if you tend to watch a lot of the news organizations and watch what they put out. I mean, look, I like the Chinese people. Not a huge fan of government, whether it be the U.S. government, whether it be the Chinese government, or be any government of any country. But the people of the country are what make up the country. And the Chinese people, look, I've been doing Asian X Games and the Kia Extreme Games in Shanghai for like 10, 12 years. 
of coming out to China and being out here for like two weeks and doing events. And I've had nothing but a good time and, and just meeting some great people, making some friends that are still friends to this day. So that's what it's all about. You know, it's meeting people. So if you haven't been out of the country and you're going to comment, be safe out there, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. But look, in this bubble that we're in out here, I got to feel that we're safer here than anywhere right now because since we're in that closed bubble, we do daily testing. You have to test every single day out here in the Olympics. So that means you go well, on the second floor of our hotel, there's a testing facility, and they give uh, results right away. So if I was positive at all on any of my tests, I would be basically pushed up to my room, and I'd be quarantined, and I would not be finishing any of my work out there. I would not be uh, announcing anything for sure. No, I'd be done. And I'd be done until I started testing negative again. So that's the whole thing with it. So that's part of the whole deal out here. So I feel that in this closed bubble, testing every day, wearing masks 24-7, ex except when we're on air calling it for TV. It's got you covered, man. We are definitely covered. We are definitely protected in so many ways. They even have, and if you go to my Instagram, you got to see it, Brad J-A-Y-M-C on Instagram. They have these... Uh, and look at my story on that one. And go to my Facebook, too. They have these like little R2-D2 units that go around and shoot out disinfectant that actually kills the, the COVID germ. And so they look like R2-D2, and they're just cruising around by themselves, spraying this stuff out there. And it's pretty trippy. So I, I took a, a video of one and posted it up on my Instagram, on my story. So look at that and see what we're dealing with. So as far as safe, I feel that we are as safe as can be out here uh, because they have all the best interest in us, the people that are doing the event for the Olympic Games. They want no problem. So big night tonight. It's opening ceremonies here in Beijing. You know, opening ceremony is about ready to kick off in about three or four hours from the time I'm uh, putting this podcast up. So it is a few hours away, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Uh, they're doing the they're doing the opening ceremonies at the same place that in 2008 here in Beijing. Uh, they did the at the bird's nest. You know that stadium that has it looks like a nest, right? Well, that's where they're going to have opening ceremonies. And I've already been privileged to know the entire uh, show, what's going on, because I'm on call. And the reason I'm on call, as a professional announcer, you know, you, you get hired to do gigs and, and you, you do the announcing for them. But out here in Beijing, when you're working for the Olympic Broadcast Service, OBS is called, you have these on-call shifts, and the on-call shifts are in case something goes, goes wrong, like if you have audio that drops out and your announcers at the venue can't, can't be heard. So what happens then is they go to us, the on-call people, and so we fill it in. So I've had to study up on the whole entire opening ceremonies. I feel like I'm 100% ready to go in case I got called in, but... Uh, what is it like 98% of the time you do not get called in to do an event. So I will be there right outside the bird's nest right there in the international broadcast compound, basically watching everything go down. And, uh, and if I get called and they say, Brad, we need you to step in and do the show. Well, I'll do the show. And that's how it goes out here. So once again, that is opening ceremonies. Stoked about that. Well, I'm talking about the swabs. All right. Now the testing has been quite insane. Like just flying out, you had to have tests within 90 hours, a test within 72 hours. And then when you get into uh, Japan, they gave us a test. When we got into China, they gave us a test. They took us to the hotel, they gave us a test. So you see where I'm going with it. So when you talk about being safe, I feel like we're safer here 
than any place right now in the world when it comes to being safe from COVID, man. And I'm not, you know, look, I'm not one of those guys that's COVID freak on that. Look, I lost a few friends, two or three friends, and I, three friends actually I lost uh, over the battle of COVID over the last two and a half years. And, you know, that's sad to see it go. But I'm not one of those that just gets crazy over it, you know. One of the best things I think that my advice to give anyone who is COVID crazy, you should definitely work on your respiratory. If this is something that we're going to have for a long time, get in shape. Get those lungs in shape. Get them breathing. Get on the exercise bike. Get on the regular bike. Run, jog, do whatever. Beef up your respiratory system, and that's probably one of the best ways that you can do it. And that's something that I've always done from being a biker, you know, from being a snowboarder, a skateboarder, a surfer. Uh, that's what it's all about, and uh, that's where I'm at with that. So opening ceremony is about ready to kick off, and I did the Olympics in Tokyo um, in August, and I had, I think, five announcing days, maybe six announcing days for the Summer Olympics out there, uh, but this one I am doubled. I'm doing about 12 different snowboarding events. I'm doing all of snowboarding for the Olympic Games, which is absolutely unheard of. I can't believe that I'm signed up to do this. I'm working with uh, a young lady by the name of Mary Walsh, editor of Snowboard Magazine. So stoked to have her uh, um, by my side, and we'll be calling all the action. So the best way to you, for you to watch any of the snowboarding, if you want to hear me, if you want to hear the shows that I'm putting out on TV, uh, basically all you got to do is go to uh, download uh, Peacock, have the streaming service Peacock, the NBC streaming service. Have the NBC Sports app. So whatever NBC doesn't cover in the States, they'll use our programming to put on the NBC app, on Peacock, and what have you. And then also, if you're not in the USA, that's cool because you're going to get it firsthand. Whatever, whatever TV program broadcasts the Olympics, that will have my feed. So if you're in the UK, you'll get my feed there. Australia, New Zealand, places like that is where you're going to get it. Up in uh, up in Canada, too, they'll have a feed, too. But they also do their, their own stuff as well. So if you want to watch snowboarding, if you're a snowboarding fan, that is the way to do it. So talking about the swabs for a second, how the testing goes through. So when I first got to the hotel and they started testing, they are just doing throat testing. So they stopped doing the nasal swab, but they're, now they're doing the throat swab. But the crazy thing is, when I first started doing it, they would put that thing so far down my throat that there was no way I was going to not gag. And so uh, my gag reflex was about three or four times. and went crazy out there, just blah, ah, right? And so I noticed, and I don't know if it was me, maybe the girl's afraid that I'm going to throw up my lunch or my breakfast right in her face when she's trying to swab my throat. <laughs> but they have taken it easy on me the last two days the swabs have been way less intrusive so i'm thinking maybe this is the way it's going to go for the future i'm kind of hoping so because i still got uh, like two weeks out here of uh, countless countless tests uh, every single day so happy happy to be out here not happy about the test but one thing i can't wait for is you know two years from now we're going to have the paris olympics and i really hope by then Things can be somewhat back to normal. Fans can come out to the Olympic Games and be part of it because the whole Olympic experience is when the world kind of comes together in sport. And I think that we could use that more than ever uh, for future Olympic Games. So there you go. That's my opinion on that. X Games being sold. Now, my last podcast says Brad J saved X Games. Well, I gave him a sellable product because they came out to X Games 
and I was announcing, and they didn't have announcers the year before. They had no fans, but we had fans announcing. And so a group that owns the Phoenix Suns, the NBA basketball team, uh, is looks like they're actively buying X Games. Now, it has not been official, but all the articles that I've read points to that X Games will be sold and will be sold to this company. And then people go, well, what's going to happen to X Games? What are they going to do with X Games? Well, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think there's two more years of contract left at Aspen uh, for Winter X Games. So I don't think those would be touched. Even if this company buys it, I'm pretty sure they would employ a lot of X Games people there, including myself, I would hope, since I've done over 45 X Games international and domestic in the U.S. So I definitely have been the voice of X Games for so many years. And so I would think that I would stay along. But whatever. I mean, in my world of announcing and freelance announcing, you could be replaced the next day. So it's not a big deal there. So X Games being sold, what does that mean? Well, what does it mean? It means they're going to have to pick a summer location because the last time uh, X Games was in Minneapolis and they weren't able to do their last year there and definitely probably not going to go back to Minneapolis uh, anytime soon. But where would they go for summer? That's an interesting thought. Back in the day, a few years ago, they were talking Chicago might be a place. And actually, Louisiana, New Orleans was a place, too. They were talking about having X Games out there. So we'll find out what's going on. Will there be an X Games in August? Will you make sure you keep it uh, locked into my podcast to find out here at Tame Your Talent? Because I will know uh, faster than anyone else is going to know. Tell you the truth on that. Well, maybe not faster than anyone, but there you go. So that's it right there. So... Uh, opening ceremonies tonight, and then this will kick it off, and I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about the opening ceremonies. If you're listening to this podcast before the opening ceremonies, then uh, make sure you watch it, because I think the elements they've used, they've kept it pretty cool. And one of the other things they've done is not invited a bunch of celebrities to hobnob around uh, during the opening ceremonies. I think that's awesome. Making it more about the people, the kids, and stuff like that. So the opening ceremonies, looking forward to that. Uh, whether I'm going to have to announce it or not, that remains to be seen. If there's no tef- technical difficulties, I will be in my little my little zone, and I'll be watching it uh, right there, just about a stone's throw away from the stadium. So I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to calling all the action for snowboarding. So there you go. Thanks for tuning in. Also, go to my uh, YouTube page and subscribe because I've started to put some behind-the-scenes stuff up there, a few videos I've just recently uploaded, and I'm actually uploading my next one, which is a complete tour of my hotel room. You may think, that's lame, Brad J. It's not lame. I'm in a five-star hotel, pretty pumped on that, especially after the lodging we had in Tokyo was about a box where you couldn't even walk in your room because your bed went to your wall on all four sides so it was not good but they put us in a really nice place this time so we're we're out here and uh, if you got to spend that much time in a hotel you got to be stuck here well you might as well be stuck in a five-star hotel that's what i'm talking about willis okay there you go all right well that's gonna do it for tame your talent tune into my radio show that is monday through friday 7 p.m to midnight in santa barbara you can get it online, ktyd.com. You could also download a free K-Tide app from the App Store and get it on your smart device as well. That's pretty cool there. And also subscribe to my YouTube page because I'm going to start posting those videos up behind the scenes from here. I'm going to keep those flying at a record pace so we get a bunch of them up there like I did in Payong Chain because all those are pretty darn entertaining. But I'm pretty busy, so it's tough to, to kind of figure them all out. Follow me on social media at Brad J-A-Y-M-C. And if you want to watch me uh, watch some of the Olympic snowboarding, 
Get Peacock, the streaming service from NBC. Make sure you have the NBC Sports app and tune on in to any of the snowboarding, and you'll hear your buddy Brad J and uh, Mary Walsh calling all the action from Beijing. And we'll be live. Well, that's going to do it. This is Tame Your Talent. This is, that's the podcast. First day opening ceremonies for the Olympic Games from Beijing. I'm Brad J. It's Tame Your Talent. See ya.